99% of people say that family is the most important thing in their life. Yet, building a harmonious family can be a challenge to many of us. So many questions we have no answers to. In this podcast, I, Nevena Bajalac, Dubai's number one harmonious family expert and coach, author and speaker, interview parents around the globe so you can hear the real stories, experiences and struggles parents face. Every guest will, will share with us a unique discovery about parenting, something that nobody told them about. And I will also share with all of you unique tools, strategies that you can use to enjoy parenting more and building that harmonious family you have dreamed about. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of Building a Harmonious Family with Nevena Bajalats. And today we are talking about regaining your self-identity, especially as a mother, because my guest is Melanie Laponte. Now, this is French, and I probably pronounced it wrong, uh, so Melanie will correct me. But Melanie is an executive coach, and she helps mothers go back to work environment after becoming a mom and after having this big transition and change in their life. So if you are a mother, uh, you should definitely listen to this episode and if you're struggling and saying to yourself who am I now uh, my life changed so much Melanie will share different tips and strategies for you so you can benefit Melanie welcome to the podcast and thank you for taking your time thank you so much for having me I'm thrilled to be part of this great series Perfect, Melanie. So tell us, first of all, how did you get into coaching? Tell us a little bit more about yourself, your background. Um, I believe you're based in Dubai, right? So tell us your journey. How did you came here where you are today? Absolutely. So originally from Montreal, Canada, I've been living abroad since the age of 16. And I'm a true global citizen. And before becoming an executive coach, I was into educational leadership. So I was in the education sector in Spain, Canada, Turkey, Morocco, and the UAE for over 12 years. And while I'm not a parent myself, I was, as per my teaching role, engaged with a lot of parents and a lot of um, discussions around family growth. And strangely enough, during my career in education, during the parent conferences, a lot of the moms would actually open up to me and say, you know, it's very, it's very difficult and challenging because um, I had a career for myself and then I got married, I had kids and I kind of given up my career. And now that my kids are grown up, I'm not really sure who I am. So I always felt for those women because to me, they were beautiful role models of strong, independent women carrying forward their family, raising their kids beautifully. And I started having those conversations with my friends um, that are close around me, also with women who are role models to me and who I highly admired. And I quickly noticed that it was a common trait for women to have invested so much time and energy into themselves, their career, their self-growth and development. But then as they had children, they completely shifted their entire care and attention and their time to raising their kids and their family. So then 
they kind of lost their self-identity. So when I became an executive coach and a professional trainer in corporates, I really focused on developing programs that support women. So in the corporate world, I have this initiative that I called Women Recognition. But in the coaching world, I have this um, coaching program in which I support returning a work mom to really rejuvenate their self-identity, to, to tap into who they are and who they want to be in the world. And I give them some tools and tips and through the whole journey together, they, they reconnect with their true self, if I may say. Beautiful. And I think this is so necessary and so important. And myself in the last decade working with families, I really understood how it is important, especially for mothers who give 100, 150% to parenting. I always tell them, no, 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 you have to step back and you have to do something that you like, because as your children grow up, they're going to leave home and you're going to say, okay, who am I now? I spent 18 years just being a mom. So I'm a big supporter that women, even if they don't want to go into corporates, even if they they don't want to run the business, to have at least the hobby, to discover who they are, what they like, what is their passion, because they're going to feel better and then they're going to role model their children also. Uh, to be successful and happy and fulfilled in all areas in their life. So I'm very excited to hear more about um, some strategies and some, let's start first of all, uh, when people uh, lose and mothers lose the self-identity, why do you think this happens? And when are those crucial moments when this happens? Yes, well, I think motherhood from the experience I have it from my close friends around me who are becoming mothers or my my own mother or my auntie or the strong women around me. I think motherhood is a very personal experience and it cannot be judged from an external point of view. But my experience from all of those beautiful strong women around me is that there's this tremendous amount of guilt for even having the idea that you need time for yourself. You put your children's need first, your partner's needs first, and then it goes to the extended family, the parents, the uncles, the community, the school. And as women, I guess it's our natural trait to be so empathetic, caring, motherly, generous, But all of those beautiful traits we give to others, but we somehow forget to give ourselves. So I think that perhaps that that loss of self-identity, if I may word it that way, probably happens with the guilt as you do not want to allow yourself to take the time to manage your priorities, to invest in yourself and do your work around your values, your beliefs, to invest sometimes in courses, perhaps to upskill your resume, to be really up to date with the market, because you feel that all of this time you're investing on yourself is selfish because there are some other people that need and require your attention. I love that. And it's, it's so true. Absolutely true. So what is the first step somebody should take if they feel very disconnected? And I would love to ask if a mother haven't been in a, um, you know, in a market for a long time, what is the first thing they, they should do? I think the 
first step in any self-development initiative is to really make that strong decision from the heart and have this honest commitment. It's to say, this is my reality right now and I want my reality to change. So in order for us to reach somewhere else we've never been before, we need to first understand that to change, we need to change. So I'm gonna repeat that again. To change, we need to change, meaning if you want to reach somewhere else you've never been before, you will need to change your habits, your mindsets, your self-belief. You will need to address your limiting beliefs and you will need to step out of your comfort zone because that is the key of moving forward. So I would say that the very first step of wanting to go back to the world of the world of work is to make that commitment that this is truly what I want and I'm gonna make this happen knowing that it will be challenging it will require me to invest time and energy but this is truly what I want and I know that on the medium long term it will pay off so it's to make that commitment perfect and what would you say um you know, I interview so many mothers on this podcast and and a lot of them came and talk really about how tough the corporate world it is today and how tough it is for women. So when they were pregnant, they were working until the last day. And then I had a couple of them telling me the moment they delivered the baby, they were fired from the men. And we give, you know, we carry those boys as mothers. So um I think in that process, a lot of women lose confidence. So what should women um, do, you know, when they, they now had a gap of or maybe a couple of years not working and they lost confidence, how they can regain that confidence? Absolutely. Well, I think it starts with some work around personal values and personal beliefs. Because once you really know what are your values, what do you stand for, what is important to you, it's easier to perhaps reorientate your career choices into a profession that is more aligned with who you are. And our values are constantly evolving. As humans, we're constantly evolving. So it's normal that those values shift. And most likely when you move from... being a mother, those values will change. So first knowing those values and those beliefs, and then it's gaining that confidence. It's also about upscaling our skills. Maybe you were in the market 10 years ago, but the world of work evolved tremendously in the last 10 years, in the last year, in the last six months. So it's about starting to do some research, start to be up to date with the new trends, read articles, listen to podcasts, watch TED Talks, engage on LinkedIn. I cannot stress enough the importance of LinkedIn, especially in the Middle East. I am based in Dubai for the past six years now, and the power of LinkedIn is huge. It's huge for connection, but it's also huge to build a professional online presence. So those would be those would be my tips to start with definitely you know you just reminded me of a story um 
one of the breaking points when I, I left corporate world uh, almost two years ago and I used to manage, I came here and I got my, you know, my career was over the roof. It was going amazingly uh, when I moved to Dubai and I was managing a huge group of nurseries. And uh, when you are a new mother, children, when they join nursery, they often get sick. And as a working mother, you know, you are called very often to pick up your child. You have to leave your work. And obviously you have so much stress uh, from, you know, the, your boss. And I remember this mother, the child was getting sick a couple of times and she would be better. Then she would come back to the nursery. Then she would get sick again. And uh, we really loved, lovely, fa lovely family. But the mother was under so much pressure and so much stress that she came. She was so upset and um, she expressed her emotions uh, towards us, right? So she was very upset. She was blaming us, blaming everyone, wanted to call inspection. Like it was, it was like a really um, not a nice situation to be in. And um, she was, you know, uh, really, in a way, expressing negative emotions toward the teacher who really loved the baby. And I looked at her and I remember it was so powerful. And I told myself, you know what? this is not the life that I want. Now, everybody has their own journeys. Some people love corporates. I worked in it, enjoyed it. I learned so much, but I realized this is not the journey I want to be in. This is not the life I want to be in. I don't want anybody to sit on top of my head and cause me this much stress, uh, you know, that I am shouting on people around me because my child got temperature and so on. So, I know it's so tough and especially for women who are ambitious, women who are in high positions and, you know, they're trying to be good mothers and then they have the guilt from everyone around them, you know, saying, why do you put them in nursery? Why do you have nanny? Why are you doing this? Why are you going back to work? So there is so much judgment around women in general. And for me, this was such a breaking point that I made a decision. I'm going to, you know, build my own. I'm going to become an entrepreneur and I'm going to manage my time. So once my family is growing and my children are growing, I want to have that freedom. So this was my journey. But again, everybody has their own journey. And um, I just wanted to emphasize that I'm really aware of the amount of stress women are going through. So now that yeah. we talk about stress, when they're back to work, what are some things that number one things that are causing them to stress uh, once they're back into into the market, working market? Yes. Um, just before I answer that stress question, if you allow me to comment on your point where society puts tremendous amount of pressure on women. It is true that culturally and historically, women have been the primary caregiver. But I'd like to challenge that perspective. Um, a family is with a mother and a father, traditionally. You're in a relationship. So why is the, the, why is the responsibility of taking care of the children falling on the woman? That's a conversation that, as women, we need to start having with our partners. And also, it's leading by example. The whole idea of knowing who you are through your values is that you're able to speak up for yourself. You're able to demand better. And you're able to ask for what you need. And you're able to have those open conversations with your boss and with your colleagues and with your partner and say, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, and this is what is important to me. How can we make this work? I think it's very easy to become passive and to enter the victim mode and 
just let it be and let it pass. But this is not how things evolve and how things change. We see realities evolving and great companies have now incorporated flexible hours, especially with the COVID. And then companies have also integrated nurseries into their premises. So uh, women can go and breastfeed more easily, or they can go and attend their kids in their break. So those, those initiatives happen because women are asking for better. So I think it's enough for us to say, this is how it is. I'm powerless, not at all. We are so powerful if we decide to step up and use the power of our voice. And this is why my company's named Blooming Eloquence, because when you step into the power of your voice, speaking eloquently, you really bloom into your full self. So I just wanted to offer that, that piece of Let's challenge this. I love it. Yes. And let's let's use our voice. Let's demand better. Yeah. Um, so to go back into your, to go back to your question about stress, I think it's it beautifully links to that. If you if you feel helpless, if you feel that you're unseen, unheard, undervalued, you're going to become passive, and it's very easy to become a sponge to all of the negative triggers that happened around you because you feel powerless. But then it's up to all of us. You, you don't necessarily need to create a revolution. It's doing one little action saying, excuse me, I don't agree with that. Or how about, or perhaps if we, it's all about engaging in those conversations. So yes, it's moving from passive to active, I would say. It's beautiful. So Melanie, um, as we are starting to wrap up the session, I would like to ask you for some final advice you would give to women, something that you pull out from your experience. And I would also love for you to share how people can reach to you, how mothers can get your support, how some corporations can also get your support. So if you can share uh, that with us, and we're going to make sure to put links in the description of this episode so everybody can connect with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So my, my best advice would really be to encourage women and to encourage each one of us um, to really understand that we are the own leaders of our lives. Yet we all come from different cultural background, different upbringing with different family expectations and societal norms that wait on us. But ultimately, we are the own leaders of our lives. And my mom would always tell me, Melanie, if you don't do this for yourself, nobody else will because you are nobody else's priority. So we need to start putting ourselves, our happiness, our fulfillment and our success number one on the top of our list because we can only pour from a full cup. So that would be that would be my advice. And in order to know more about the women recognition initiatives I run for corporate or the coaching one on one program I run for women desiring to return at work, people can reach me at Melanie at bloomingeloquence.com or they can visit my website bloomingeloquence.com and I will be really happy to engage in a conversation.
Lovely, and thank you so much. I mean, you finished this perfectly. You can only pour in from a full cup, and uh, that's what every parent has to do, right? You have to, selfishness is not... A, a wrong thing in a way that you have to feed yourself first. You have to take care of your health because if you don't do that, you cannot take and love and give to others around you. Thank you, Melanie, so much. This was such a valuable session. Um, I am sure that the listeners got so many notes writing down and um, I'm sure that we, we need more people like you. We need women, like you said, don't try to change the whole society, but you just change one step at a time. You change yourself, you become better and you stand up for your values and you speak up. And this is a message I would love to finish this episode with today. And I want to thank all the listeners for being here, listening, and I will see you in the next episode.